When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings, and today is our inaugural episode, episode one. We are featuring the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan Wolverine football history, from Yost to Sebenbeckler, Michigan, the Ohio State University, Desmond Howard in the snow game and a little brown jug. You want college football history? Michigan has 11 national championships. The most wins and the highest winning percentage of any NCAA Division I football program. Want excellency? One coach won four national championships in his first four seasons. Want tradition? Another coach named Bo may have rewritten the definition of rivalry during his 10-year war with a coach named Woody. Michigan Wolverine Football. Three Heisman winners, one striking pose, a Hail Mary, the oldest trophy game, and the snow game for the ages translate to a football tradition few schools can possibly aspire to. Their first season was in 1879. They won 11 national championships since then. 1901, 1902, 1903, 1904, then 1918, 1923, 1932, 1933, 1947, 1948, and 1997. They have three Heisman winners, Tommy Harmon in 1940, Desmond Howard in 1991, and Charles Woodson in 1997. So let's start with their best coach. Now, Fritz Krizla of the late 1930s and 40s, as well as Bo Schembechler and his legendary teams of the 70s and 80s, certainly would give credence to being the best coach. But I give my nod to Fielding Yost, who coached Michigan from 1901 to 1923, and then took off a year, coached from 1925 to 1926. He had 165 wins, 29 losses, and 10 ties. In 1901, Fielding Yost, who was a son of a Confederate soldier, took over a strong Michigan football program, then turned it arguably into the greatest college powerhouse football has ever witnessed, perhaps before or since. See, his first season, the Wolverines were undefeated and unscored upon. In Yost's second season, the Wolverines also went undefeated, but two teams did score against the Wolverines, each tallying about six points. The 1902 team scored 80 or more four times and twice topped the 100 mark. Yost's teams did not lose until the final game of his fifth season. Try to put that in today's terms. The idea of it is almost lost on the imagination. The loss that season was a 2 to nothing loss to Chicago on the final day of the season. So in all, from 1901 to 1905... Michigan's record was 55 wins, one loss, and one tie. They posted an astounding 50 shutouts, won four national championships, and outscored opponents 
2,821 to 42. A couple of notes about the coach, Coach Yost. 23 seasons and 22 of them were winning seasons. He had 113 shutouts. Eight unbeaten teams. And, to top it off, the most games he ever lost in a single season, four. Michigan Wolverine, their finest game. I give the nod to Michigan 49, USC nothing, January 1st, 1947, the Rose Bowl. Michigan entered the game 9-0, number two in the nation, and faced a 7-1-1 USC team in the Rose Bowl. The Wolverines' 49-0 shutout victory was the worst defeat in Trojan football history. Michigan set nine Rose Bowl records, including nearly 500 yards in total offense. Michigan was voted number one after the game to earn the national championship. Most stunning loss. Colorado 17, Michigan 16, September 24, 1994. Michigan led 26-21 with six seconds remaining. And Colorado had the ball on its own 36-yard line. If you're counting, that's 64 yards from the end zone. Colorado quarterback Cordell Stewart dropped back and threw the ball 73 yards into the wind. Michael Westbrook caught the Hail Mary pass in the end zone, stunning the Ann Arbor fans on the final play of the game. A play that coach Bill McCartney of the Buffaloes called Rocket Left, and many of the players on that team swore that Cordell Stewart could throw the ball 85 yards on his knees if he wanted to. Most stunning win by the Wolverines. Well, this is a hard one. I was going to give the edge to Bo Schembechler's first season upset, 24-12, on November 22, 1969, over the number one, The Ohio State University and Woody Hayes. For this game ignited the 10-year war between Woody and Bo, and ended The Ohio State University's 22-game win streak. But the title, the category, is Most Stunning Win. So I give the nod to Michigan 9, The Ohio State University 3, 1950, a.k.a. the Snow Bowl. Under whiteout conditions, with five inches of snow blanketing the field, and the worst blizzard in 37 years in Columbus, Michigan beat The Ohio State University 9-3. And here's the key, without ever making a first down. This feat has never been accomplished before or since in the annals of NCAA history. They also set a record of four block punts in a game. Again, a feat never performed before or since. They scored on a field goal following a block punt. Then, with 47 seconds remaining in the first half, they fell on the ball in the end zone after another block punt. Best team. Well, there are so many to choose from when you have 11 national championships. Let's start with a team that marked the pinnacle of Fritz Krizzler's career in Michigan. During the 10 years in which Chrysler served as the head football coach, Michigan compiled a record of 71 wins, 16 losses, 3 ties. That's an 806 winning percentage. Tom Harmon played for the Wolverines from 1938 to 1940 and won a Heisman in 1940. The 47 team was known as the Mad Magicians. They compiled a perfect record, 10-0, and outscored their opponents, 394-53 defeating the Trojans of USC 49 to nothing in the Rose Bowl that year, and were selected as the nation's number one team. But this didn't get the nod as the best team. 
All right, how about the 1997 Michigan Wolverine team? This team, under third-year coach Lloyd Carr, compiled a perfect 12-0 record. One, of course, the Big Ten Conference defeated Washington State in the 98 Rose Bowl and was declared the national champions by the AP Press, but not the coaches' poll, which gave the title to the University of Nebraska. Michigan's defense was led by Heisman Trophy winner and cornerback Charles Woodson, but they didn't get the choice for the best team either. See, in 1901, Michigan went undefeated and unscored upon. Try to put that into today's terms. Undefeated, you can come to realize that's possible. We see this every so often. And unscored upon. Yeah, here not so much, right? First-year coach Fielding Yost's powerhouse averaged a 50 to nothing win that season. The Ohio State University gave the Wolverines their closest game, and that was a mere 21 to nothing win. And to show off their dominance that year, the Wolverines beat Buffalo 128-0. Finest game day performance by a Wolverine. Desmond Howard strikes the pose. Hello, Heisman. On November 23, 1991, as Michigan beat Ohio State 31-3, Desmond Howard had one of the great individual gridiron performances of all time. He had 213 all-purpose yards receptions of 50 and 42 yards, and one iconic 93-yard punt return. On this famous return, he dodged six Buckeyes, and when he reached the end zone, he struck the Heisman pose. Perhaps only the Sapruda film has been viewed more than that one pose. He went on to earn 85% of the first-place votes in the Heisman, making it the largest margin of victory at that time for the trophy. The Greatest Controversy in Wolverine History Michigan 10, the Ohio State University 10. The 1973 Wolverines lose the Rose Bowl vote. In 1973, number 4 Michigan, 10-0, met number 1, the Ohio State University, 9-0. Michigan missed a pair of field goals in the final 110 of the game and had to settle for a 10-10 tie, despite what many people who were there felt was a dominating performance. The next day... The athletic directors of the Big Ten voted the Ohio State University into the Rose Bowl game. See, what happened was Dennis Franklin, the Wolverine quarterback, broke his collarbone, and this may have swung the vote as the Ohio State University was thought to have, well, a better chance of representing the Big Ten in that Rose Bowl. Innovation in Wolverine history. Man in motion and linebackers. At the turn of the century, in the early 1900s, the Wolverines were dominant in part due to the innovation of Coach Yost. On offense, he instituted the man-in-motion ploy, so opposing defenses would follow a decoy. And on defense, he is credited with creating the linebacker position. Rival, do you even have to ask? The Ohio State Buckeyes. The 10-year war ignited on that 1969 day between Bo Schembechler and Woody Hayes it really encapsulated what it meant to engage in a bitter rivalry. From every year, from 1972 to 1981, the winner earned the Rose Bowl berth. So deep is the animosity, the hatred. Between these two schools, it was rumored during that time that urinals in Columbus were painted maize and blue. Toilet paper rolls in Ann Arbor had Woody Hayes' picture on them. A little bit of hullabaloo, no bowls for Michigan. From 1972 to 1974, Michigan went 32-1. and That's 30 wins, 2 losses, 1 tie, but did not play in a single bowl game. 
See, in each season, they entered the last game of the season undefeated against Ohio State University, the Ohio State University, only to lose or tie its final game. And back then, the winner went to the Rose Bowl. The loser simply stayed home. Mascot, that would be a Wolverine. Wolverines do not live in Michigan, but Fielding Yost was impressed by seeing a live badger on the field when Michigan played Wisconsin. So what did he do? He chose a mascot. Live mascots are too dangerous, so he chose the stuff one. And what did he choose? A Wolverine. Tradition, Little Brown Jug. The Little Brown Jug goes to the winner of the Michigan-Minnesota game, and it is the oldest of college football's trophy games. It all began back in 1903 when Fielding Yost brought the jug for his team to drink against Minnesota in an away game for the Wolverines because he was worried that the water would be contaminated. But see, he left it on the field following the game, and when he wanted it returned, the Minnesota athletic director told Yost he would have to win to get it back. And we end revisiting tradition one more time. The winged football helmet. Michigan Wolverines winged football helmet is one of the most identifiable, iconic helmets in all of college football. The wing design really harkens back to 1938 when Coach Fritz Chrysler arrived from Princeton to begin his era. 1935, three years earlier, he was coaching Princeton and he started using the helmets so players would be able to see each other downfield. So when he came to 1938, he brought the design with him, but added a little maize and blue coloring to the design. Thank you for listening to History of College Football.